Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another a live stream. Today is May 6, 2021, and it's a Thursday. I mean, it's happy hour. We've made it almost to the end of the week. Time to join in with your recovery beverage of choice. This week, I'll be taking a look at some new products. I didn't know that they even made these, so I don't know how. This must be really new, but or you that I just didn't know. I'm taking a look at some stuff from Honey Stinger which, uh, you know, I used to think Honey Stinger was only about the um, making waffles and stuff like that. But uh, they make a bunch of stuff, including these uh, recovery uh, hydration mixes. Now, there's two that I bought. They make three different kinds, in fact. And I think each kind has two flavors. So there's six new flavors of drinks. Some of these are for drinking during an activity and some of them are for drinking after the activity. So a during and a recovery mix. I'll be talking about them a little bit more, um, but first, I do want to say hi to everyone listening on the podcast, on the audio-only version. Hopefully, you guys are having a good run and staying hydrated out there. And for everyone watching on YouTube after the fact, welcome to you guys too. Hopefully, it's later in the evening so you guys can relax and enjoy. Maybe you're doing some foam rolling. Maybe you're enjoying a beverage. Hopefully, you're in a uh, relaxing place. Now, all right, let's see uh, who we got here uh, in the live stream for today. Uh, we've got... Philip in here says, thanks everyone. Was great fun to race again. He ran a, was it a 5K yesterday? Just a lack of porta potties and bushes was a bit distracting at the beginning. That's interesting. You would think that there would be like a, like a way big number of um, porta potties for races that are trying to still keep social distance. But uh, that's a bummer that it wasn't. Uh, but I'm glad that you were able to get out there and race again. Uh, Steve says, hey, guys, listening in the car with my four-year-old, so no poop talk. Oh, that's going to be a tough one, Steve. I got to tell you, because today, my run, uh, it was a recovery run, because yesterday I had a pretty hard run running in the Liberate. Uh, I had a, a tough workout uh, for the day. And today was going to be a recovery day. It made it a lot harder to have the recovery day because I had to poop. I had to go real bad. And in Chicago... Uh, and I don't think it's related to COVID stuff still, but um, usually before Memorial Day, which is in the end of May, um, the bathrooms are not open. Like in any of like, there's a couple of like facilities along the trail. Uh, those aren't open yet. And so uh, today I didn't go to the bathroom before my run like I normally do. I, I knew it would be a problem. Uh, and it, but it was fine for the first four miles. And then at mile 4.1, I was like, I got to stop. And there's nowhere to go. And there's too many people. And it's very close to water. So there's not like a place where I can kind of take care of that. So I just had to walk. And it was raining. And it was a bit chilly out today. So I was like walking in the rain because I had to poop. And if I tried to run any faster, it made things worse. So yeah, that was my run today. So not a great run. But as far as a recovery run goes, I felt pretty tight, pretty sore before the run. And I was like, oh, this could be a good rest day. And I guess in the overall scheme of things, it probably would have been a good rest day. But I decided to go out and I felt like I got I got things moving. So things, I guess, on a couple of levels. But like the legs got moving and my legs feel a lot better now than I think they did earlier in the day. So feeling feeling good. But definitely poop is on the mind. <laughs> All right, Innes is here. Says hi, Kofuzi and everybody. 5K around town with Pip. Then I work out on the treadmill in the Carbon X2. Getting used to the shoes, and they are feeling really good. Nice, very nice. I might, I might run in them this weekend. I'm, che I keep trying to think of. I gotta find a way to run in them. I was thinking for my, uh, 
today I was listening to a podcast by uh, Mario Fraioli and he was interviewing, I don't remember the person's name, but he's an ultra runner. And that got me really thinking about some longer distance runs and some specific training that I'd like to get in before the 50K coming up. Not that much time left to train for that. But um, yeah, but I'm like, I need to get some real long runs in. And I think I'm going to run that that marathon on the suburbs if it's if there's still room to sign up for that um and i think i might bring the carbon x2 for that day even though it won't be a very hard run it's just going to be about getting a lot of time on feet so we'll we'll see all right um all right ed Bud says i really need more gels and recovery mix i keep forgetting to buy it yeah if it wasn't i mean what i really would like to do is just my favorite way to do it ed is to go to the running store and like kind of like to have it all set up like a candy aisle um, and so like, just go and like grab a bunch of stuff. It's a great way to sample and you don't have to buy like a box or a case of stuff. Um, and that's kind of, for me, the best way to do it. But, um, for me, I just kind of tend to buy, I go in like spurts. I buy a bunch of it at once and then I'm like, Oh, I got so much of this stuff. Got to get through it. And then I don't have to buy it for a while. And then when I get low, I'm like, Oh no, I have none. I have, what am I going to eat? You know? So I, I go, uh, that's, that's the cycle over here. All right, Leona says, hi, co-fam. Beautiful day in the bay. Awesome. Enjoyable 10-miler day until left bunion pain kicked in at the end. Oh, that's a bummer. Sorry about that. All right. Ooh. Uh, Trent Trentonosco says, there's a Strava challenge for a free stringer, stinger hydration mix as a reward. Oh, cool. So it must be new. It must be new. Um, all right. Speaking of that, well, before we get to that, let's do this one. Uh, Bob Tucson says, hey, I'm also doing my first 50K soon. It's in July in Indianapolis. Where and when is yours? I saw that one in July in Indianapolis. I was thinking about it too. Um, I don't remember if it was a 50K, so maybe it's not the same race, but I remember looking, trying to see if there were any events in July that I could do. Um, but the one I'm doing is in Iowa, Northeast Iowa, July, June 5th. So it's um, it's the Crater Trail 50K. All right, let's get to um, the stinger for today. Now, the one of them I've already had, so I'm only going to drink one of them today. I've already had this one. I've opened it up already. It's uh, the one for, so they have three kinds. It's, uh, let's see if I can show this to you. Prepare, perform, and recover. This one is uh, perform, and I used this this week. Uh, oh, I used it, did I use it yesterday? Was it just yesterday? Oh, man. I've lost kind of all track of time. I think it was just yesterday that I used it. It seems like I used it several days ago. Um, but I put it in my flip belt bottle and they come in these little uh, tubes, which I do uh, like the form factor. Um, I also don't mind tubs as much anymore just because I'm thinking about the waste factor and I don't travel that much anymore. So, you know, the convenience of these packs isn't quite as important. Um, but I do like, you know, when there's like little sleeves like this. And the nutritional information on this one is um, zero fat, zero cholesterol, 300 milligrams of sodium, which I'm always concerned about the electrolytes, 14 grams of carbs, uh, and that's about it. A little bit of potassium, a little bit of vitamin C, no protein. So uh, basically um, just sh some sugar for you on the run. It is, um, I think there's honey is a sweetener. On the bottom it says sweeten the, the burn with honey stinger. I guess they have to keep with that theme. Um, but yeah, the flavor is mango melon and has 50 milligrams of caffeine. I put that in my bottle for my workout. I guess it was yesterday. It doesn't seem like it was yesterday, but I guess it was yesterday. It seems like it was just yesterday or it doesn't seem like it was just yesterday. 
Um, but that was really tasty. Really good mango flavor. I drank it a little bit on the um, concentrated side because you're supposed to mix it with 16 ounces of fluid. My flip belt water bottle only holds about 10 to 12 ounces depending on how full you really make it. But it was really, really good. I, I enjoyed that flavor a lot. I'm not sure that I would want like a liter of it. Well, like I would want to fill like an, I don't know if I could drink an entire hydration pack of it, um, but I do like it. I kind of wish that it had a little bit more sugar to it per serving. 14 doesn't seem like a ton to me um, over the course of 16 ounces. So I just feel like mm, I got to drink a lot of it in order to get to like replace a gel, for example. So um, that's one thing that I thought was a little bit of a concern, but the flavor was good. Uh, and overall, I enjoyed it. It mixed really well. The other one that I got for today is Hungry Stinger has also um, a recover product. So one that you're supposed to drink after your workouts. And I do generally like citrusy stuff. And this one's called Tangerine Defense. The big thing for this one, and this is where it's like a little bit peculiar and very different from other post like workout things. So they're talking, when they made this product, they're thinking mainly about um, electrolyte replenishment and rehydration. And so they're talking about electrolyte blend of one to three sodium to potassium, which optimizes daily hydration. And it gives you back some sugars, not as much as their like during activity drink. This one has nine grams of carbs, um, but uh, a little bit more potassium, a little bit less sodium. So like the amount of sodium and potassium get inverted on this, which I think is interesting. A lot of vitamin C, a little bit of vitamin D, and zinc so like stuff that would be kind of like um it's almost like an emergency with a little bit of sugar in it kind of is kind of like how i would explain it all right so let's get this open and uh we'll give it a shot all right so these come in these things as well i didn't bring a pair of scissors and these don't have like an easy to tear thing on them so we'll see how this goes there we go. It wasn't too bad. And then I was going to drink it in my Eugene water bottle today, Eugene Marathon water bottle, but I wanted to let you guys be able to see it. Well, this is not the color that I was expecting for something that's tangerine defense with vitamin C. It smells like tangerines, though. All right. Let's see. Uh, Abyss Watcher 243 says, hello from Malaysia, Mike. It's 2 a.m. here, by the way. Wow. Thanks for staying up. Or hopefully you don't have like insomnia or anything, but thanks for watching. All right, this lid didn't stay on very well. And of course, the napkin holder is gone from the table for some reason. All right, there's like a clump of uh, powder in there. So I'm gonna try to get rid of that. And then I'm gonna have to like, try not to spill liquid all over my computer. Do you see that? There's a little floater in there. It's in there. Oh boy. I shouldn't have to shake it this much, I would think. All right, Ugh. now everything's wet. Sorry, guys. All right, Ish, uh, Ishan Kalra says, Hi, Kofuzi Runner, focused leg strengthening exercises. Can you tell a few of them, please? I made a video about it like two days ago. So I'll t those are the ones that I will probably refer you to. I like plyometrics. I'm not a big fan of the weight room. I probably need to get over that, but I'm not a big fan of the weight room. But um, the ones that I did are box jumps, uh, double leg hops, single leg hops or jumps and then um hop and sticks but i made an entire video about it just a couple days ago this week all right 
Um, Jay from LA says, any thoughts on hosting a virtual? You know, I, yeah, I saw that the other day. Jay, sorry about that. That came like, I think, I think at the end of the live stream. Uh, I, I'm not that interested in that. I don't really like virtual racing all that much. If I, if I, if I liked it, I, if I liked it more, I would. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm probably not going to host a virtual race. I mean, I, I suppose if there were some sort of fundraiser attached, that really meant a lot to me then, then maybe, but pro probably not. All right. Um, uh, Matt Legrand, what's going on, Matt? Says, Yoko, what's going on? What's going on? How are you? Uh, um, yeah. Lizard <laughs> says floater. That does not sound good for the podcast. Yeah, it's usually not a good sign when there's one in the drink. All right, so we got a nice kind of a dark tangerine flavor for this. Let's see. Um, how, smells great. Let's see how it tastes. This is delicious. This is a good, like, uh, yeah, this is a good drink. This is tasty. I could, I could just drink these. I think in the summertime I might just, just drink these. This is really good. It's kind of like tang, but with a little bit more sourness to it, not, not quite as sweet. So, um, yeah, I like it. So I like it. Um, very good. You know, but it's just like it's kind of weird to me that like a recovery drink wouldn't have protein in it. It just seems like a missed opportunity there. I understand that like that would make it a much more difficult, maybe more expensive product for Honey Stinger to make. But and I know they were going for like before, during, and after. But, yeah, I mean – this is a good hydration drink. This is something that I would drink during the day. I think especially during the summer because it does have a lot of potassium and some sodium in it um, just to keep myself hydrated, like instead of a noon. That's how I think I would probably approach this. But cheers to you guys. Hopefully you're having a good week and having a good recovery beverage. All right, Eric Vensky says, Co, after you, you need to raise your arms triumphantly after you stick the hop and stick like a gymnast. Maybe, maybe I out. You know what? I was doing the routine the other day. I think was it Tuesday? Oh, okay, here. Sorry. Here you go. I was doing the root the the same routine the other day, for the like the second time that I I did it. Like the first time after like the initial video, and uh, just the timing wise, the way it worked out. Um, there was a woman like walking pretty slow, but I think she was just out for a morning walk, but like talking to a friend while walking. And I started hopping and I ended up following her and I ended up like hopping like right behind her um, and like finishing, like stopping. Like my last one was, I was like really close to her, probably a little bit too close, um, but it kind of freaked her out. So there, there was that. So I'm like the weird creepy guy doing single leg hops with a stick in the park. So, yeah. So that was, that was an, that was an unusual, unfortunate situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I'll, Maybe I'll do it after uh, some of the box jumps. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's unusual. I like. I I love like the you know like when you stick the landing, you do like the, the arms up thing or whatever. However, the gymnasts do it. But like, if that were me, I would either say boom or ta-da, right? What do the gymnasts don't say anything when they do that? I don't know. I'm not familiar with the gymnastics world. But like, let's say you were like doing like the was it the vault right and you like you run and then you jump off the thing and then you the not the pummel horse but like you jump over the thing and you flip and you twist and you stick the landing if i did that that event i would definitely go boom right <laughs> what would you guys say if you were doing that event let's say let's say like not only i mean like now in gymnastics like at the 
Olympic level, they don't do that. What if they were in a different world? You had to have like a catchphrase after when you stuck the landing. And like that was part of what you were, were um, judging. I, would, I think boom would be mine. <laughs> uh, Christian says, a battery darn on the Gar Garmin HR Duel yesterday. It doesn't work after replacing the battery. Scroll through Amazon reviews and it's a very common problem. Guess it's race risk based from here on out. Oh, that's a bummer. Huh. That's crazy. That's an expensive one, isn't it? It gives you like power and a whole bunch of other like uh, metrics, doesn't it? Like cadence and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, Scott. Scott says he would say boom. Yeah. Um. I I think that's where it would be. Alexi says NCAA gymnasts definitely shout and scream when they stick the landings. Do they? I'm gonna have to watch more. Maybe watch more NCAA because I just think that like. It seems weird because, well, I mean, it seems weird because Olympic gymnasts are so much younger than NCAA age gymnasts, aren't they, for the most part? So, like, I feel like it's weird that as they get older, they get more vocal. But I don't know. Recycle on one, they say, did you see the gymnast who put out his vaccine card after doing his vault? I did. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I think that maybe it was his way of saying, like, everyone can come give me a hug now because that was awesome. But I'm, it's good. I'm, I'm healthy. You can hit, you can, you can hug me. <laughs> Chris Larson said, a couple days ago, you mentioned the fuel cell TC, but it looks like New Balance doesn't offer men's TC anymore. Am I missing it? I don't know. You know, I don't know if there'll be another one. That's the thing. So they might be out with no plans of restock and no plans for an update, or maybe an update is coming. The RC Elite 2, I thought I saw a date. Someone said May something, June something, maybe maybe May 25th is what I want to say. I don't, I'm not sure. I thought I saw something like with a five in it. And I thought May for the RC Elite 2, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking like with the changes to the RC elite two, the moment I saw it, it looks like it's going to be a thicker stack height shoe with a softer, uh, fuel cell formulation in it. I was like, Oh, that sounds like they're mixing the RC elite and the TC. So like, I think there'll probably just be one shoe now. Mm. Critical thinker says, Hey Mike. What are two or three shoes you'd recommend for half marathon for someone who's not really trying to race or compete? Um, I would say, if, you know, if it's if you're just going out there to have fun and you're not really trying to race it uh, for like a, a PR or anything like that, um, or maybe you're just running with a friend, um, I would look probably something that's either in the speed category or maybe even in the daily trainer category. Right now, I think that kind of like my two favorite daily trainers are the Mach 4 and the Invincible. So those would be two choices that I think would be a lot of fun to run a half marathon in. From the speed perspective, um, I think that uh, one shoe you could look at would be the Hyperion Tempo. That's one that I just always love. The Boston 9. That's, both of those shoes have been out for a little while, and I anticipate some updates to them soon, each of those. I don't know when exactly that'll be, but like, hopefully within another month or so. But we'll 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 see. But we'll see. Um, yeah. So um, those are some shoes that I would look at from like the speed category. I'm trying to think. I'm just drawing a blank in terms of speed shoes. Um, what I would run in for a half marathon. But yeah, if I think of any more, I'll let you know. SL20 could also be a, a pretty fun choice. Um, Josh Greenberg says, which carbon plated shoe do you think is the best at handling slower paces, like in between fart lick intervals? Uh, I really like the Carbon X2 for that. 
I also think that the fuel cell TC is great at that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, the Alpha Fly also does it really well. It just is a little bit awkward because of the way that I feel like there's almost a negative drop the way in, in once your foot is in the shoe. But, like, yeah, it's such a soft shoe that that one will definitely be fine for it, too. Mm, Frank says the Nova Blast. That would be a good one. Nova Blast would be a lot of fun. I mean, there's so many that, that could be. Like, most of the, the da faster daily trainers um, would be good choices as well. So there's a lot. All right, Matt says, my wife got into Boston, so we'll be there in October. Keep me posted on if you're heading that direction. I, I, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Like right now, I'm probably, an, um, I'm a probably not because it's the day after Chicago. So like uh, logistics are gonna, would be tough um, just to make the trip, I think, given how many people are traveling at that time. I mean, I guess like an evening Chicago to Boston flight, I mean, it's probably going to be relatively full though even by now because i'm probably not the only one thinking about making that trip um so right now i'm thinking that i'm not going to do it um just because i'll be running chicago and like after running a marathon like i don't really want to stuff myself into a plane i've done it before it's not great um so I, i'm not sure i'm not sure i might just wait for next next patriots day all right AJ says, I have 95 miles on my SL20 version 1, and the foam dies out after 5 miles. Oh, that's a bummer. I don't really remember that happening with mine, but... Mm. Sometimes I feel like what they're doing with the SL20 is, like, they've put in, like, a really cheap slab of uh, that foam and are um, just using it just thinking that most people won't run 100 miles in it more most people won't run more than five miles at a time in it you know i i don't, I don't just feel like with the with the the pricing of that shoe makes me think like there's got to be some like corner they're cutting to do that you know all right new betra says it's curious that the endorphin speed is one of the only shoes that i know of that new betra knows of that has a straight nylon plate rather than carbon fiber or carbon fiber cfrp carbon fiber reinforced plate i wonder if companies concerned about the increased flex over time yeah um well i mean the zoom fly the the tempo next has a carbon uh, a nylon plate and uh, um, the Zoomfly version one had, and the Zoomfly SP, which was like a 1.5, um, it uh, had th that kind of plate as well. Other shoes have had like TPU shanks, usually a lot of the race flats, like in the pre 4% uh, era, had TPU shanks in them uh, to provide like a similar effect. And I think that right now, at this point, if you're gonna put something in a shoe, a lot of consumers are looking for it to be carbon so i feel like that's just what they're doing now i think that there are certain shoes that have carbon fiber not all carbon fiber is the same though the shape can be different the thickness can be different and also like um even if it's a full length carbon fiber plate with the same shape and th same thickness, i think like the carbon of it can be different like in terms of the way it's laid out so i think some shoes like i'm not sure about the deviate nitro if it's like the same like caliber of carbon fiber plate that you might find in their 
deviate nitrily. I suspect that there's something else in there, some sort of more cost-effective, not filler, but um, thing they could do to it to give it a carbon-like effect while still being able to call it a carbon fiber plate and also hit a price point. So like, I, I suspect that we might not know um, about some of the other ones that aren't as nice, but I mean, I, I suspect that's why some shoes I feel like, oh, there isn't enough carbon in here. I feel like maybe that's what's going on. Um, Shane says, Kovosi, how about you come to Monumental on November 6th for the half? Well, that's not a bad idea. Hmm, I hadn't thought about that. Mm, what, is there something else going on that weekend? I'm not sure, but that's an interesting idea, Shan. I, Because, like, I was thinking, you know, I ran Indy for, uh, like, several years ago with my buddy. But we'll be both running Chicago this year. Um... I don't know. I don't think he's going to want to run that marathon again. And I don't know that I will either, but that'll be a good time for me to ra or to race a half marathon or to use it as a workout of some sort. I like that idea. Hmm. We'll have to see about that. It's a great idea, Shannon. Josh Greenberg says, do you know how to upload workout doors runs to Strava without the data getting distorted? I, you know, I haven't used Work Outdoors uh, in several years, I think. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, even if I, even if I did know, I'm not sure if it changed. A lot of times, those like kind of backend things change without a lot of transparency to the users. And Bob Tucson says, I'll be at Monumental for the marathon. Ooh, very cool. Very cool. I, I do remember thinking when I was running uh, the Monumental Marathon, because you run the same course with the half marathoners for a long time. And I remember thinking, like, oh, it'll be nice when, like, the crowd thins a little bit because, I, like, I felt very cramped for a good portion of that race. But then, like, the half marathoners kind of, like, split off, and then <laughs> – the amount of road space that like the city allo allotted to the marathon then got narrower. So we got even more packed, like, tight in, tight, tightly packed in. Uh, I don't know if it's still going to be that way, but yeah, that's like the only problem that I have. Well, like the, I think the main problem with that is that there was some with that monumental marathon. I don't know if they fix it in subsequent years, but the year that my buddy and I ran it, um, I don't think that anyone was checking like bibs as you entered corrals. And so what ended up happening was there was a lot of people running, um, let's say like a three hour 30, like half marathon standing in the three hour 30, like marathon corral area and like standing. Under, so like we, we would, we were running and just like, there was so many people that had just stopped to walk or were just like shuffling along a little bit slower, um, than we were wanting to run. Um, yeah. So that was. I was like, wait, they got to figure out a way to like get people in the right spaces. Cause it was just, it was unsafe for a lot of people. Yeah. And Shannon said monumental was still tight in 2019. Hmm. All right. So maybe they haven't figured it out. All right. Um, Lewis M says, have you considered trying out any Diodoras? No, not, not really. I mean, I think they look interesting, and it's interesting to have like another like you know brand competing in the in the um, in the market. But I, I I don't know. I don't even know where to buy them at this point. 
And it says, have you met any of the live stream regulars in real life, Mike, apart from my mom? Um, I'm not sure. Who have I met in person? I don't think so. I'm trying to think. So, like, that's what I really want to do with some of these races. I mean, races are still tough. Like, I'm vaccinated now, so I'm, like, ready to go. But it's, like, um, travel is still a little bit kind of, like, um, I think it's more me than it is a reflection on the state of the nation. But um, travel is a little bit daunting to me, uh, a little bit worrisome. But uh, also finding races. Because it just seems like big races are still getting canceled. Um, yeah. So, I'd like, you know, I'm... I, I really wish that like Boulder Boulder could have gone because I would have loved a Colorado trip. Um, I ended up not signing up for the Peachtree Road Race. So I'd like to figure out another July trip. Maybe not 4th of July weekend. That weekend is tough for me, family-wise. So, not tough. It's a great family weekend. But it also means it's tough for me to travel for a race that weekend. So like I'm hoping to find something maybe around the following week, you know, um to to do a race to go somewhere maybe somewhere not as hot um to go and meet some people from the live stream as well um the other thing is what was i thinking oh yeah and like races like grandma's marathon like that's gonna supposed to go on in june i think like it's it's uh you know like they have they sold out of like in-person uh spots you know months and months ago Basically, like the the moment they released the date, they sold out of in-person spots. But I'm like, you, I'm I'd be really surprised if like they couldn't, you know, like they, is there a chance that they could reopen it? Like I would love to see that because I'd really love to run grandmas. Um, but now I'm already signed up for a 50k in the beginning of June anyway, so like it, it wouldn't be a great time for me to to race a marathon. But you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm trying to like coordinate it with racing and like locations. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to meet some people. That's hopefully a, a summer full of that coming up. Mm. All right. Mm. Affleck Dream says there's live tracking on the Coca-Dona site. Isn't that race over? I thought I saw like results from that. What was I? What was I looking at? Or is there is there multiple distance? I thought, yeah, that can't be multiple distance, right? I thought I already saw winners of that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Will Gravel says, "I'll be at your meetup in Chicago, assuming all goes according to plan." Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I think that, I mean, I might have to plan, do a little bit more planning than I normally do. Normally, I'm just like meet at the chess pavilion over by the lake. Um, but last time we had like 30 people. Okay. Um, and um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have more than that this time. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see what we can do about that. But you know, I'd like last time we did a run from, like along the lakefront. You could see the Hancock Building. Um, and then from there, you know, I took everyone downtown and then you end up at the bean. So it's a nice photo off there. So that kind of stuff's kind of fun. I, I look forward to that. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the buildup to Chicago this year. You know, it'll be interesting to see like what ends up happening in terms of building up to it. Or if it's just like come in, race and leave, you know, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Mm -hmm. 
Alberton. I met the Kabuzi Run Club superstar runner Chris Dyke in person. Awesome. Very cool. I mean, I've met people before in other, I mean, Kofuzi Run Club before it was a live stream. It was an actual, like, it wasn't an actual run club before, but it was whenever I would travel to a place for a race or for work, you know, we get together and, and go for a run. So, like, we, the last one was in Atlanta, um, like the Olympic Marathon Trials Weekend. Um, so, like, I've met a couple of people who I see in the chat from time to time, uh, you know, here. Um, so, it's... It's not like I have not met anyone before, but um, yeah, since the live stream became like a like a more established thing or a more regular thing, yeah, I haven't met um, uh, a lot of people. But you know, it makes sense that I haven't met a lot of people because how how would I have met people? The whole point of the live stream was that we can't really be meeting people. Um, but yeah. All right, Scott wants to know what is the hype with the 361 brand? I don't know. Um, you know, I feel like they lost a lot of momentum. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember hearing a lot about them, like, going into, like, 2018 and then 2019. And then, like, I don't really feel like, well, maybe 2017, 2018. I don't really remember much of them from 2019. 2020, you know, difficult year for everybody, or I guess for most, running, running company-wise. Um, and then they recently announced, um, a carbon plated shoe, I think, but you know, I don't I like see a lot of people like wearing like the daily trainer, you know? So like, um, I'm not sure I've ever seen them in the wild before. Yeah. And I can't, you know, and like if when you do a, a, a YouTube search and they don't really pop up you know, with a lot of reviews. So I'm not really sure. All right, Scotty B says, hey, y'all, my, son, my son's 10 and under baseball team won the first game last night. Awesome. I think it might be the only first base coach stretching during the game. <laughs> That's funny, Scotty. Well, let's get let's get your son's team uh, a cowbell for not notching that first W uh, for the season. And uh, great work. Glad that you are um, doing some stretching along the sidelines. That's really funny. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I love watching kids play baseball. It's so much fun. So much fun. Very, very cool. Um, <laughs> very, very fun. Very fun. I hope to watch some. Uh, my nephew plays soft uh, baseball, and my nie one of my nieces also plays softball too. They play. There's a little ball diamond down in New Vienna, and um, yeah, it's just a fun little place to watch watch the kids play. So hopefully, we'll be able to watch some games this year. Mm. Lauren Sand said, "This live chat has been a game changer in my runs. I listened to two to two episodes during my long runs, and I didn't even notice two hours passed by. Awesome! Thanks, Cohen. Everyone, I'm at the December 31st episode now. Oh, really? Wow! Whoa! That's weird. That's got to be like a very unusual kind of like time travel. Yeah. I mean, one of the weird things about like the things I about that that I've considered is to like, you know, uh, to remove the old episodes. I'm like, who actually going to watch these anyway? Um, and you know, like, especially with, you know, a lot of the discussions talking about things that were happening to us at the moment, you know, it just seems very like strange to go back like three months ago, six months ago. So I don't know, but I'm glad you're enjoying them though. It's crazy. I'm impressed that you're listening to two episodes in a row. Like I know sometimes when I'm out there on a long run, 
and I'm listening to podcasts, like when one ends, I can't listen to another episode of the same chant, like the same person. I've got to switch it up because it's just, I don't, I know it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like starting another book, I guess. Like if I were, you know, like reading and it's like before bed and then like I finish a book and I've got maybe, I, I still maybe wanted to read a little bit more. I wouldn't like start a new book. Right. I feel like it would just be like, Oh, that's a lot of, that's a lot. That's a lot of effort. And I'm getting ready for bed. I can't do that. That's kind of how I feel about like starting a second podcast in a row from like the same person. Um, yeah, I don't think I could do that. I definitely can't do it with like a rich roll podcast. Cause those podcasts are already, already like an hour and a half long every time anyway. So like uh, that I would have a hard time with, but even people whose podcasts are shorter, like uh, C. Tolly run, like Carrie Tollison's are usually relatively short, maybe 20 or 30 minutes. Like I can't listen to two in a row. I think part of it's cause like then you have to, when you listen to like the same ad reads twice in a row and I guess I don't have ad reads, so maybe that makes it easier. But when you listen to like the same commercials and the same like intro jingle and stuff, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Jerry Taylor says, can you give my wife Lucy a cowbell? She ran 11 miles today, only been running uh, around four months and her longest run yet. Awesome, good job, Lucy. Congratulations, that's a lot, that's a lot. I remember the first time I raced a 10 mile race. Well, maybe not the first time, but like, cause I had been, you know, I, I trained for a marathon in 2010 and took a very long r break from running. But then when I came back to it, you know, so several years, like half a decade later, I remember running, racing a 10 mile race and, uh, like later that day, just feeling like my feet were going to fall off. So I, I still remember those feelings. So like those first like double digit runs, what oh, intimidating, but great job. Awesome job. Mm. Whatnot says, uh, I listen to welcome to night Vale during my long runs. They're usually less than 30 minutes. So I can listen to two to three. Oh, I never listened to that. I think I can, I think I can use some new pod podcasts. I think. I mean, on the other hand, though, like there's a lot of times where I'm like, I don't have the energy to start a new podcast and to like learn new people. I guess. But like other times, I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm in a like in a rut where I'm just like, ah, I've listened to a lot of these. Not that I don't love the people that I'm listening to, but I'm like, I need something different. I want something different. I want to listen to something new. Um, but right now. I'm very much into like my normal kind of like uh, routine of podcasts because I've been listening to audiobooks and I just finished a very long one. I was listening to Obama's book. It's 29 hours of audio, really long. And he narrated it himself and he was the president of the United States. So now there is absolutely no excuse for any runner who writes a book to not narrate their own book. It's one of my pet peeves. But, um, yeah, so I've been like really trying to get through it. It was a really good book, but there's just so much of it. I was like, I got to finish this thing. So I haven't listened to podcasts in like three weeks. So now I'm like, ah, oh, familiar voices. I like this. Lou <laughs> uh, says, I think Kawizu can make a video of the first live stream to today. We can really see that transformation. Yeah, that might be fun. We might do something like that. <laughs> like you'll just see the hair growing longer and longer. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be the only fun, fun thing about it. Martha says, I've been listening to Michelle Obama's book and still not finished since I only do it on planes. Went on hold during the pandemic. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, 
she's an impressive woman. And like a lot of that comes through in Obama's book. Um, yeah, I'm think I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about picking it up, but I'm like, uh, I like, like kind of like the political history kind of thing. I know it's not like history history, but like, I'm like, Oh, it's not, doesn't tend to be my favorite genre. And so I'm like, I don't know if I could do two books in a row from the same, like covering the same presidency. So I know she doesn't talk just about the presidency, but um, yeah, maybe later, maybe later this summer. I think I, I think I could do that. All right, let's see. Leisure Shang says, in and out today. Bye, everyone. Got lots on the plate today. Well, thanks for stopping by. Good to see you. Hopefully, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and Martha says she's still in, in uh, Michelle's uh, growing up years. Oh, that's cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, like the things that were kind of like the most uh, resonant about listening to Obama's book was like, you know, like all the presidency stuff is interesting. Um, and like listening to like getting like a backstage look at kind of like his thoughts on the campaign and campaigning and like seeing like, you know, what started out as like tea party and then Sarah Palin and like, you know, his discussions on like how that has devolved is, was interesting. But the parts that I think resonated most with was like Obama as like a, a family man and as a husband, you know? So like, those are the parts that really, I guess, uh, touched me more, you know, and I felt like more connected to, and that's where I was like, you know, the way that he talks about his wife, like, I hope, I hope that when people hear me talk about my wife, that like, that they will like his, his love and respect for her really comes through. And I hope that like, I can talk like that. So, yeah, that's, that's just really impressive. And the way that he talks about like him balancing his life and like, you know, the, the things that he needs to do during the day, uh, which are, you know, undoubtedly much more important than the things I need to do during the day. Uh, and balancing that with like, you know, him missing out on the kids growing up, that kind of thing was really, um, I felt like he was, he was being a little bit more vulnerable there. And I was like, I can, no, I can totally relate to Obama. Like before I thought of the only time I thought about like Obama and like being a dad was like when he wore like the mom jeans, when he threw out the first pitch at the Sox game. But, you know, it really like humanized him in a different way that I thought was pretty cool. I really liked it. All right. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. Uh, oh, John Brown says, talk about audiobooks. Catherine Switzer narrates her own book, Marathon Woman, which is a great listen. Oh, okay. I might, yeah, I'm looking for more recommendations, so I might have to look at that. Catherine Switzer, Marathon Woman. All right. Okay. Um, Sean Marshall says, Clifton 7 versus New Balance 10 versus the Mach 4. Oh, man, we're going back a, a, a year. Hmm. Um... I think I like the Mach 4 a little bit better than all three of them, the, the, than the other two. The Clifton 7 was good, and it was my favorite Clifton of all the Cliftons I've run in. I think next week I'll probably run in the Clifton 8. Um, hopefully that I'll be able to say that that's the best Clifton I've ever run in. But uh, coming from someone who doesn't love, like, max cushion or, like, super thick cushion, I mean, I like thick stack height, and my feet are I need to be babied a little bit. But, um, you know, I don't 
like like the Bondi is like not my favorite. Um, so like the like the Max Cushion genre is not my favorite. Um, you know, the Clifton is good, but I, I do really like that Mach 4. Rainrunner's here. He says, hello, Runners. What's going on, Rainrunner? Martha says, I still think you need to read Road to Sparta. I wonder if they did an audiobook of it. I'm pretty sure he did. You know, it's on my, I think it's on my wish list in Audible. So, yeah. Um, I, I think so. I think he just wrote another book, though, didn't he? I thought it, because I just, I thought he was just on, like, another round of podcasts and trying to promote the book. I, I, I'm not sure. All right, guys, lost the camera. I don't know what's going on with the camera lately. I keep losing it. All right, we're back to the, we're down to the webcam down here. I think that's a, probably a, a good sign that we need to end it. Let's get, let's get one more in here, and then, uh, and then we're probably gonna get going for today. Um, Phil R says, "Would you have stuck with Whoop if you had an arm strap for it?" Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has a new app for her toothbrush. Like it tells her how long if she's brushing enough, and so she was she wanted to brush her teeth again in the middle of the day today. All right, Phil R says, "Would you have stuck with Whoop if I had an arm strap for it?" Um, no, no. And the main reason for that being like I'm getting that Whoop data from um from my watch, and so like the heart rate variability number the like the sleeping or like the respiration the sleeping heart rate like all those metrics that i think were important for me to look at while recovering i'm already getting from my running watch and so it felt a little bit redundant now i will credit whoop as helping me really understand some of those sleep metrics a lot better than i was understanding them um but like now that i've kind of like looked into those numbers a little bit more and understand them more like i i wasn't getting anything different um, from the whoop. Um, and I still needed to have a running watch anyway, or I still wanted a running watch anyway. So that's, that's why that's, that's the main reason. I mean, if I needed, if I really wanted the whoop to have more accurate data, I would have gotten the longer armband to make it go higher up on, on the arm. And so that would have been that arm strap for it, you know, but I, I, I didn't feel the need to spend, you know, another 30 bucks, um, because I felt like I don't need even the service at all. So that's all. Um, but I do, I do like, I do like the numbers that it gives. It just wasn't giving me anything different than what I was already getting. All right. I think that's a good place to leave it for today, guys. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking about in the video, I'm going to be talking about some of these recovery beverages. I'm going to be talking about them a little bit more broadly in terms of like before, during, and after, and some different ones that I've tried. So like all these like happy hours that I've been doing. Um, I've been doing it cause I like trying all these different things, but I also, um, have been, you know, thinking that periodically I'll be doing kind of like hydration for runners kind of thing. So that's going to be tomorrow's video. Um, I hope the more I think about it, the more I'm like, Oh, I should have been working on this for like days instead of starting it this afternoon, but we'll see if I can actually get that one done. Uh, but regardless, if I get that one done tomorrow or not, we'll still do another live stream in the afternoon. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully, I'll see you guys again. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.